Hello, welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers. I am your host, Joshua Tracy. And I am Corbin Heller. And we are recording this on um, October 1st, first day of the new month. I bring that up because you may be listening to this. It's very spooky. You may be listening to this expecting us to talk about the playoff games that have happened um, Tuesday and Wednesday. We will not be talking about them because they have not happened the time we have recorded this um by the time this airs we will know who are the wild card teams that move forward from the american league of the national league as of right now we do not which is why our topic today does not pertain to that so yeah <sighs> nice corwin chris break there why don't you fill us in on what we will be talking about today we're going to be talking about the mlb wild card oh wait no we're not we're talking about college football uh in the full swing of the season now uh up to week five i believe uh that sounds about right um basically <clears throat> i got this idea from danny cannell um people always give him shit because his rankings are usually pretty ridiculous and out there compared to uh the consensus and he kind of went on a little bit of a twitter rant a couple weeks ago and was like you know what guys if we didn't have a top 25 going into the season and we just started ranking teams by what we saw on the field you know what they'd be a lot different and look a lot more like mine than you know the normal ones and then part of me was like danny cannell you're always complaining i don't want to listen to you but then deep down i was like he's got a pretty good point so i figured why not put together an unbiased top 25 that we could look at um so i have two things here I, uh, I took out the AP top 25 that I had in here originally because, believe it or not, that would be a bias. And that's the exact opposite of what we're doing here. So basically, I put the top 25 in the order that I would rank them today in as unbiased of a manner as I could. And then I also added uh, total yardage rankings, uh, both total offense and total defense and kind of did in uh, basically just a, a rankings based off of the uh, the average score of both of those ranks. So we could jump right on in, sir, if you would like. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I understand the spreadsheet, which is great. <laughs> Good start. Let's get into it. Perfect. So I probably should have the AP 25, top 25 up just so that you could get a reference, but if you don't have it in front of you at home or in the car, um, just look up week five AP poll. I mean, it'll be there on the AP website. It'll be there on ESPN. They'll have those records saved everywhere. So we're going to start things off with my personal top 25. To start things off, I have the Ohio State University. Um, don't have any major wins against major players don't have any losses on the season they are 5 and 0 2 and 0 in the Big 10 um if you look at what they're putting on the field regardless of the re- level of competition they look unstoppable um their offense with Justin Fields is really starting to come along well he's getting used to playing in Ryan Day's offense and you could just see the natural talent right there he was kind of uh the top recruit two years ago, he was the 1B to Trevor Lawrence when he came out. Was committed to Penn State for a while, not too, uh, you know, not too bitter about that. Went down to Georgia, didn't win the job as a true freshman because Jake Fromm was there, just uh, coming off a national title run that unfortunately I fell short in. Uh, and decided, hey, fuck this, I'm going to go on out to Ohio State, take my talents to not South Beach. Um, and basically, he looks exactly what was promised. He is accurate passer down the field, has a cannon of an arm, uh, and basically has the legs of Braxton Miller and Terrell Pryor back at Ohio State in the day. So they look amazing. Their defense is loaded. Chase Young's the best defensive player in the country. Jeffrey Okuda is probably the best cornerback in the country. Um, I mean, they have plenty of depth there on defense. So. Despite ranking, uh, I believe it's fifth or sixth in the AP poll. I'm just going to bring it up. For week Um, five, they were ranked third. Oh, Josh, you are a savior. So I'm just going to go to you every time I got uh, an AP poll question. You got it, buddy. I'm involved. Yeah, so they have an offensive ranking of eighth, a defensive ranking of second, which would put them... We'll do the OD rankings later, uh, the offense-defense rankings, just because... 
they're not going to make much sense one at a time. So Ohio State, number one. Number two, another fresh face here is LSU, Louisiana State. Uh, Joe Burrow and that offense are just a major surprise, one of the biggest so far this college football season. He looks like a completely different quarterback. Um, They are just running on all cylinders. The defense has had their issues. They're not perfect. Um, Gave up a ton of yards and a ton of points to Texas when they played. They did win that game. That is a huge win in my book, um, which kind of bumps them up here to number two over the next two teams on this list. Um, Have the third-ranked offense, the 32nd-ranked defense, 4-0 this year, 1-0 in the SEC with a big win at Texas. Um, I think LSU is going to be a major factor in the playoff poll later this year. Where are they ranked in the AP poll? LSU is ranked fifth. Excellent. So LSU was fifth. Ohio State was sixth. Third. Ohio State is third. Ohio State was third. Ooh, they moved up. I already forgot what you said earlier. So moving on to my own number three. I have Georgia here, the Georgia Bulldogs. They have a marquee win versus Notre Dame, where they just looked electric uh, on offense and defense. Jake Fromm, my opinion, doesn't get any respect. I think that offense is holding him back a little. I think he could do a lot more for that team than basically what they're allowing him to do just because of how good their rushing offense is with DeAndre Swift there. Um, But once they start getting into the thick of this SEC uh, conference play, I think they're really going to prove themselves. Ranked 15th in offense and 9th in defense. They are 4-0, 1-0 in the SEC. And where are they ranking in the AP poll? Uh, Georgia. Uh, There's going to be some... Oh, no, they're seconds. Sorry, my bad. They're right at at the top, number two. I looked right past them. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, So next up, I have the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, At one point when I was doing this, I had them number one just based off of, honestly, the bias of them being Alabama. They have far and away the best receiving core in the country. They have the best quarterback in the country right now with Tua Tekavailoa. Offensively, I have no worries. Najee Harris is their running back. It's just a, a mauler. Alex Leatherwood as their left tackle right now. It's just they have such a fantastic offense. Basically could just pick them up, plop them in the NFL in five years, and they're going to be really doing a lot of work there. Uh, The defense is what scares me about this team. It's not the level that it has been the past couple years. It's not bad by any means. Uh, 38th ranked in the country compared to the fourth ranked offense. Um but it is a big question mark for how it can hold up against the LSUs, the Georgias, the whatnot. Five and zero right now, two and zero in the SEC. Where are they in the AP poll? That would be number one, good friend. Alabama Crimson Tide doing what they do. Is that any surprise that they're at number one right now? Not even a little bit, and I don't know anything yeah. about this sport. <laughs> All right, next up, what are we on, number five? Yes, sir. We have the Oklahoma Sooners. Um, Far and away, the most exciting offense to watch this year so far. Jalen Hurts, you know, uh, basically Lane Kiffin, not Lane Kiffin, holy shit. uh, Lincoln Riley has just proven himself to be the master of quarterback whisperers. Uh, He's the front runner for the Heisman right now, Jalen Hurts. Uh, It'll be Really exciting to see if Oklahoma can have three quarterbacks in a row, uh, be their number one you know, guy and be Heisman contenders, and then maybe he'll go first overall. He won't, but maybe. Um, they're still a Big 12 team with a Big 12 defense. Their number one ranked offense right now is kind of being held back by the 47th ranked defense. Uh, they are 4-0. They do have a win in the Big 12. Um, they're going to be a contender just like the rest of these top teams but just like alabama that defense it's a big question mark or that the oklahoma sooners are sixth in the ap poll not a crazy amount of variance right now but that's fine uh next up is well they were the number one team coming out of uh, last season the clemson tigers defending national champions they just don't look like the same Clemson team. Um, 
offense or defense. Trevor Lawrence has been very rusty. Um, the defense, I mean, losing four starters on the defensive line to the NFL, uh, a couple of those guys in the first round, like we knew that was going to happen. Uh, they do have a win against Texas A&M, who uh, at least was ranked. I don't know if they currently are. Um, they have a top rank. Jesus. They have a, the 21st ranked offense and the 8th ranked defense. They're still a tremendous team. They're still the favorite to win the ACC, and I still think they're a favorite to make the uh, college football playoff. But until they can prove that or at least show that they are the same Clemson team, they're going to be down here with uh, the middle of the pack in this top 10. Do you to know where they're ranked? I would love to know. Number four. Right there. So just a little bit of movement. I don't think anybody lined up in this top six so far. I do think number seven is the same with Wisconsin. Very close. Uh, Wisconsin is ranked eighth in the AP poll. All right. I'll go fuck myself. Wisconsin, the offense is basically the Jonathan Taylor show. Um, the offensive line is tremendous. Uh, Biatich, I believe, is how his last name is pronounced. It is a difficult name. Spare me. That offensive line is one of the best in the country. Jonathan Taylor, one of the best in the country. I want to say he's averaging close to 200 yards a game so far. Uh, basically, the offense is always going to run through him. Um, their quarterback, Jack Cohn, I believe. Um, he's a guy, he can do what he has to do, but he's not going to be out there winning them games, but it's the defense that really is the marquee showing for this team. Uh, not allowing a single point through the first three games, um, or at least through the first two games and not allowing a touchdown through most of that Michigan game. It's, they are smothering to say the least. The top-ranked defense in the country to match along with the 44th-ranked offense, which I think it seems low for them, but regardless, uh, they're 4-0 right now with a marquee win over Michigan at home. Um, I like these guys. Uh, far and away the favorite to win the Big Ten West. Um, I'm very excited Penn State doesn't have to play them this year, so that's that. As we know, Josh said they were ranked 8th in the – AP poll, so we can move on to my number eight, which is Auburn, the Auburn Tigers, War Eagle. Um, not quite on the same level. I think this is really where things start to fall off uh, the next tier of things. Bo Nix, true freshman quarterback, you know, there's only so far he's going to be able to take you with what we've seen from him so far. They too do have. Two big wins on their resume so far, uh, Oregon at home and at Texas A&M. <coughs> oh, he died. <coughs> oh, what would we do? No, Corwin, come back. <laughs> Sorry. I was... Uh... <clears throat> All right, we'll just have to cut that out. <laughs> we won't. God damn it, Josh. I hate you. I'm lazy. So Auburn right now. They're the 36th ranked offense in the country to match with the 33rd ranked defense. Nothing crazy exciting with them, but they have two big wins on their resume so far, which can't be said for really any other team in the country right now. They've proven they can win big games and can win big games consistently, so they deserve that top 10 seeding at number eight. Next up, on my, actually, before we move on, where is Auburn ranked in the AP poll? They are seventh, so basically you just have Wisconsin and Auburn switched as to what a, the AP had. Fair enough. I do think Wisconsin's a better team than Auburn. I guess the Associated Press disagrees, but that's fine. Next up on the list, finally, the first big surprise, and I know I will be butchered by all of y'all because I'm biased as fuck. Penn State, number nine. Sean Clifford's coming in, taking over for Trace McSorley and proving that he should have been doing this for a hell of a lot longer because he has been electric. Big 10 player of the week this week. The offense is rolling. The defense is rolling. Uh, one of the more complete teams in this top 25. They are one of three teams in the nation who ranks in the top 15 in both offense and defense, along with the number one ranked, the Ohio State University, and the number three ranked Georgia Bulldogs. So that is some pretty fine company to be in. 
Penn State has the number 14 ranked offense and the number 14 ranked defense. Quite consistent. Uh, 4-0, 1-0 in the Big Ten. Uh, been able to just dominate every opponent so far, uh, except for Pimp, but we don't talk about that. Only thing holding them back is they haven't really played any major teams, which is why they're stuck behind the Auburns and the Wisconsins of the world. So hopefully as the Big Ten gets a move on, so will Penn State. Next up, to close out the top 10, we have well, the... Do you care to hear where AP has Penn State ranked? You got me, Josh. I absolutely do. How afraid are you of this? Uh, I know where they're ranked because, I mean, it's Oh, Penn well, State. yeah, it's your school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They have them ranked 12th. And it's bullshit. Coaches have us at 11th, so... Take yeah, some, well, to, uh, to be fair, nine, to be fair. But, but between 9 and 12 isn't a huge <sighs> stretch. You know, no, it's not crazy. Like, it's not like they were ranked like 24th and you put them at ninth. Then it's like, ooh, right. buddy, like, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I have like an unranked team ranked, uh, you know, 10th or anything like I might have. I don't, by the way, it's Texas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Texas Longhorns, Sam Ellinger, um, also really part of that Heisman favorite group right now. Uh, there's probably five or six guys right up there and he's. Very much a part of that group. Their offense, they're doing fine. Uh, Colin Johnson, Devin DuVernay, they just have a, a lot of playmakers at wide receiver. They can move the ball. Uh, I really like them in the Big 12 this year. I think they'll be able to uh, pull some magic against Oklahoma, hopefully. The problem is the defense got smoked by LSU, has really allowed a lot of points, raked out of 130 teams, I want you to guess without looking where Texas would be ranked, if you haven't already. Oh, I already looked. I know. All right. They are 102nd out of 130 teams. That's not great. They do have the number 19th ranked offense. But, man, I, I like what I see when I watch Texas. I think they could win some big games. But, again, that defense is just it's, – it's not even question marks. It's just like can – Texas have enough duct tape to hold themselves together. They do have a loss at home against LSU as well. In reality, they might be able to drop a little bit further. Um, but at the end of the day, I just love what they have on the field. So where does AP have them? The Texas Longhorns are ranked 11th. So close, so close. Just ahead of I the did my Lions. Be- <laughs> Fuck. I did my best not to look at the AP poll after I started piecing all of these guys together. So I am not very well versed in these rankings. I did my best to kind of hide them from myself. So forgive. Next up at number 11, I have the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Uh, Well, Notre Dame. Notre Dame's gone. Uh, They got a tough loss against Georgia uh, where they really were putting up a fight throughout most of the game. Uh, Georgia... The way they were playing probably should have blown them out of the water, but they were just able to stay through. Um, and that's about as good of a loss as you're going to get in college football. Uh, it's a little bit early to talk about quality losses, but that's definitely one of them. Uh, they do also have a win uh, against a top 25 ranked Virginia at the time. I believe they were 18th. I don't love Ian Book. I don't love the rack of, lack of really any run game. The defense is what it is. The offensive line is fantastic, as it always is. Uh, The 65th-ranked offense and the 53rd-ranked defense, just there's not a lot of excitement there. Um, And that's been Notre Dame football for quite a while. Um, So it's going to be tough for them, especially as an independent, to fight into that playoff contention. Uh, Where are they in the AP poll? They are ranked 10th. That's what I thought. Aren't Next, fucking smart. Not really. I'm pretty fucking dumb, and I think everyone here knows that. Um, I lost where I was. Speaking of being dumb, we're on okay, number 12. 12. Florida. <laughs> the Florida Gators. Um, Felipe Franks is what he is. Uh, still hurt right now, so is what it is what a they fucking got, name felipe franks yeah uh there was a lot of um i don't know how i would phrase this there was a lot of argument about felipe franks in the past couple weeks because some people thought he was just a real confident quarterback and was a good leader 
Other guys thought he was just a cocky asshole, so that was a fun little debate. I'm kind of torn. I think part of it is just confidence, and then sometimes he could just be a cocky asshole like most quarterbacks. That's just the way it is. They have the 54th-ranked offense in the country and the 17th-ranked defense. Uh, still 5-0 and right now. Opposite of Texas, they're 5-0, and but at the same time, I don't really love what they're putting out on the field. They have a couple close losses, or a couple close wins, I should say. Just haven't really shown the ability to be a top-ranked school. It's just, uh, I don't think it's in the cards for Florida this year um, as much as those fans want it. Uh, where are they in the AP? Uh, they are ranked number nine. So we've wow. officially captured all of the top 10 schools uh, from the AP poll. Excellent. So moving on to lucky number 13, we have... Uh, I guess this might be. I actually don't know. Um, the Iowa Hawkeyes, uh, one of the top defenses in the country, ranked number five with A.J. Epinesa there. Um, most likely going to be a top five pick in the draft next year, at least in my mind. Uh, absolute dominant defensive end and edge rusher. Just has the speed off the ball, has just a ton of power. Um, just great edge rusher. Uh, definitely will Make NFL teams happy in April. Uh, the offense with Nate Stanley is less exciting. They are ranked 29th in the country, but it's just not an exciting, it's not an exciting offense. It's not a Big 12 offense. It's not a you know a high-powered air attack like you would see at like a Washington State. It's a Big 10 Iowa offense. They run the ball. They'll throw the ball a little bit, but there's a ceiling to what it can reach. Um, and it's honestly kind of surprising to see them as high as 29. 4-0 right now, 1-0 in the Big Ten. Um, we'll see how it goes down in the Big Ten West this year between Iowa and Wisconsin. So where does AP have them? They have uh, Iowa at 14. So you're, you're pretty oh, wow. pretty much on par thus far with, uh, with where AP has everyone just about. As someone who said they didn't want to use AP as a as a crutch and not really look at it, I'm doing a really good job of being AP. Well, I'm finding it interesting how much, I guess, how, how well preseason predictions have serviced the, uh, I guess, regular season outcomes thus far because mm -hmm. you didn't... Granted, you have a better context for these things than, like, say, someone like me would. But still, I mean... For you looking at just basic performance rankings and trying to make new rankings off of that as compared to, you know, the quote unquote biases that come from histories of these teams performances, whether long term or even just the past couple seasons, everything seems to be lining up pretty spot on thus far, which I think says a lot again, just thus far about how well these uh, stereotypings uh, or what have you of the uh, these college football teams have have been have been working thus far. It was fun to do. It really was. Let's keep going. Uh, yeah, sure thing. So moving on is one of my dark horse teams for the college football playoff this year. Um, I love a lot about this team, but they have just been off keeled, uh, off tilt at times. They just they haven't been sharp. Uh, the Washington Huskies, Chris Peterson's team, they got Jacob Eason there starting now. Um, another first-round quarterback for next year's draft. Uh, absolutely love the arm talent, love the size. He he honestly should still be the starter at Georgia right now, uh, if we're being honest. Uh, a tough injury opened the door for Jake Fromm to come in, and he was just so good for Georgia that first year that they kept him, and he transferred over to Washington. Um. Yeah, I mean, the offense has a lot of room to grow, especially as Eason really gets in the hang of things. The defense, uh, despite losing a lot of guys to the draft the past couple of years, uh, is still looking really sharp. The defensive backfield is uh, one of the best in the country. Um, but at the same time, they're... Uh, like it was, I think it was Notre Dame and Auburn earlier, we just haven't seen the spark on one side of the ball to really take over this team 
very well balanced, 40th in offense, 45th in defense. Um, if there's any team outside of the top 10 that I think is going to make a push for the college football playoff this year, I would put my money on Washington. Uh, their only loss this year came against a, a really tough Cal team with a, a tremendous defense, kind of really shut Eason down um, and was able to come out with a win um, up in Washington. So where does AP have them? They are listed at number 16. Ooh, close, but no cigar. So moving on, another team in the Pacific Northwest. We have the Oregon Ducks. Justin Herbert's squad, who, like Washington, just hasn't looked sharp. Uh, They have arguably the best offensive line in football. They have a top three quarterback at the position with Justin Herbert, another guy likely to go top five in the draft next year. Um, he just, he's shown the accuracy, he's shown the arm talent, he's shown us, uh, all the, in- uh, intangibles, it's just the, or the tangibles. I'm just going to pre- move on and yep. we can pretend like that didn't happen. Um, I just don't know if he's shown the grit that we want to see from top quarterbacks. They have the 33rd ranked offense right now with the number 10 ranked defense with a tough loss in Auburn to start out the season. So they're going to have to be clawing themselves back up from the basement, not the basement, but behind the leader in the Pac-12. So where does the AP have them? They have them squarely at number 13. Ooh. Moving on, we have the defending national champion. No, that was two years ago. The former national champions, the UCF Golden Knights. Uh, I believe it's Golden Knights. I you actually haven't looked it up. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, God. I'm glad you agree with me on that one. Yeah, they have a tough loss at Pitt where Pitt actually looked like they had a, a pulse. Um, tough loss. They have arguably one of the best, not arguably, they have the second best offense in the country. Um, it's just, uh, it's tough. They've won a lot of games the past few seasons. It's been one of the toughest uh stadiums to play in it just happens sometimes you know teams can't win every game that they're supposed to win you lose a tough one to pit Pitt's a team that's shown that they can beat top teams out of nowhere they've done it to clemson multiple times uh they've done it to other teams it's just the way it is fucking pit they're a bunch of assholes um number two ranked offense to match with the number 37th ranked defense um yeah ap Oh, shit. Um, 19th. <laughs> okay, not too far off. Um, next up at 17, I'm hoping this one is where we finally have a little variance because I am, in my mind, a lot higher on this team than others. Uh, we got one Surratt brother taken over at Wake Forest, the number 11th ranked offense in the country, the number 73 ranked defense. They're just a fun team to watch. They have a good win at UNC so far this year. Um, That offense, it's running smoothly and as smoothly as you could expect from, well, honestly, significantly more smoothly than you could ever expect from a Wake Forest team who, I'm going to be honest, I probably haven't watched one of their games um, purposefully in the last 10 years, maybe one or two thrown in there, but I usually go out of my way to not watch Wake Forest because they've been so bad for so long. But this looks like a great year for them. They're a fun team to watch. Um, I'm hoping they can make some noise in the ACC, but we'll see. Uh, Where does the AP poll have them? You are right. This is the most disparate between these two rankings. AP has them at 24th. Oh, that's dope. Um, Yeah, so hopefully I'm right on this one. Otherwise, I'm going to look pretty dumb. But, uh, oh, well. Moving on, we have the 18th-ranked Michigan Wolverines. Absolutely shellacked by Wisconsin. Uh, I've never seen a performance like that by Michigan in the Jim Harbaugh era. era, um, Just an inability. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, Just an inability to really do anything on either side of the ball. Um, bench their starting quarterback, Shea Patterson, for Christian McCaffrey's brother, Dylan, who then got decapitated, and they had to put Shea Patterson back in. 
Um, so if this was last week, they probably would have been closer to 23 to 25. But they really showed up last week against Rutgers. And I know that's an oxymoron because anyone can show up against Rutgers. Um, but, I mean, Shea Patterson looks sharp. The offense as a whole looks sharp. The defense completely shut out Rutgers. Again, not crazy. But they showed that they have the ability to have that kind of offense, just maybe not against the number one ranked defense in the country. So I think 18 is a fitting place for them. I think they would have a struggling time against the few teams in front of them, uh, maybe able to put up a couple points and sneak out a win with the likes of you know UCF and Wake Forest. But I do think uh, they would be decently favored against the following teams in this ranking so 18 is where they ended up where does ap have them well corwin might surprise you they have them also ranked at 18th nah damn yeah is what it is yeah you suck I, i do thank you uh next up is a team that if i could have taken a team out of the top 25 i would have but with what they put on the field so far, they deserve this ranking for now. Um, but because they lost their starting quarterback to injury so far this season, uh, I don't expect them to be here longer than another week or two. Uh, the Cal Bears, one of the best defensive backfields in the country, um, arguably top two, top three. They have a good defense. They have a top tackler whose name I'm very much forgetting because I've been talking forever and I'm not used to this. Their offense is absolutely abysmal. Uh, The 108th ranked offense in the country who just lost their starting quarterback to add on to this. They're going to struggle to stay afloat in any capacity. So Cal, I'm sorry, but 19 is probably the highest you're going to see for the rest of the season. I would also like to point out that they were able to beat Washington in Washington, but they did give up a tough loss at home against Arizona State. Josh, where are they at? The Cal Golden Bears are ranked 21st. That's probably closer to where they will be going forward, at least for the time being. Next up at number 20, we have the Boise State Broncos, those Idaho guys. Looking at their offensive and defensive rankings, I probably would expect them to be a lot higher on this list, 24th and 25th, respectively. I'm going to be honest, I haven't seen much of them at all this season um so it's hard for me to honestly put them any higher um they're undefeated right now without any major opponents but the rankings are there for them to be honestly higher on this list as we'll go into later on but at the same time boise state unless you could play some big games uh in prime time on the national spotlight it's uh it's going to be at the bottom of the top 20 for you. Where does the AP poll have them? Has Boise State ranked 15th? So this is the second largest wow. disparity for you. Boise State. I'm going to I'm honestly surprised that um AP would have a team outside of the group of 5 that doesn't have the track record of UCF uh, that high. Granted it's Boise State and they've basically been in the top twi- top 25 every year for the past like 15 years but they always seem to struggle mightily against tougher opponents so we'll see um next up we have herm edwards arizona state sun devils um i had very low expectations for this team coming into the season um i thought we were going to laugh at herm a lot more than we did um and They've been able to do a lot. Uh, They have wins at Michigan State and at Cal. They do have one tough loss, uh, most loss against Colorado. Uh, They have the 89th ranked offense, but they do have the 39th ranked defense. Um, I'm really excited to see what this team can do now. Um, Beating Michigan State, beating Cal, both very tough defenses. Um, might be why their offense is ranked so low at 89th. Uh, but at the same time, this team, they've shown they could win against good teams. I want to see them keep it up. Uh, hopefully the Pac-12 doesn't turn into an, 
just absolute gladiator pit and uh, they could get through with maybe a loss or two um, and see a nice bowl game at the end of the year for them. Uh, next up, actually, before that, where does the AP poll have Arizona State? They are not ranked. Woohoo! I think. We'll see if it works out, but that's exciting having someone that's not ranked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, man, I feel like I got to say more about this team now, but. Um, eh, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Next up, we have the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Um, have a really tough loss against Texas. Watch that game uh, fully on Saturday. Chubba Hubbard, fantastic name, even better running back. Um, put up just absolute monster numbers the past couple weeks. Um, he's basically the backbone of this team. Uh Man, that offense, number 10 in the country, looks dynamite. They have a great young quarterback there for Mike Gundy to groom. Um, hopefully replace Mason Rudolph, uh, you know, do some exciting stuff there. Like most of the Big 12 teams, they have a mediocre offense at best, ranked 61st in the country. Outside of that tough loss at Texas, um, they've looked good. I just like Arizona State. I'm just excited to see what they can do coming off of that are they ranked josh yes but barely oklahoma state ranked 25th yeah what a bunch of scrubs you should try getting ranked higher guys next up because i'm I'm, I'm sure you're not watching it but the uh nl wildcard game is on and it is already two nothing brewers as scherzer (sighs) walked the leadoff batter and then let up a home run to yasmani grandal yikes quite a start here in the nation's capital. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, all right, moving on. We have the Utah Utes at 23. Uh, one of the best defenses in the country coming into the season. Uh, aptly ranked 18th. Uh, their offense, not quite as good, but still up there. Ranked 31st in the country. This was one of those, this was everybody's favorite dark horse pick to come into the season to make some noise in the playoffs. A couple of guys had them beating Alabama and Georgia, I believe, to win the national title. They're better than this, in my mind, but a tough loss at USC. USC is just not what it used to be. Uh, It's a tough blemish on their record, so I want to have them ranked higher up. I think they will be higher ranked in the coming weeks. It's just they got to prove it first. Um, haven't really seen it too much on the field so far, but uh, that's the way it be sometimes. What do you got on them, Josh? Uh, Utah? The Utah uh, Utes. The U- yeah, wow. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize. I didn't process that was their name. Um, this is your. This is actually now your second largest disparity as they are ranked 17th. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It just hasn't been there for me. So there you go. Uh, Moving on to number 24, a close personal friend of mine. 2007, knocked off Michigan. Last year, almost knocked off Penn State in overtime. The Appalachian State Mountaineers. Um, Man, Zach Thomas, at quarterback, severely underrated one of those guys who can do it all uh just he is an atlas just puts the team on his back and just carries them along the 57th ranked offense in the country to match with a lowly 95th ranked defense they were able to beat unc which is uh saying something mac brown has a tough team there this year um appalachian state i have a strong suspicion they're not going to be ranked but at the same time, I think they should be four and zero right now. Appalachian State just just prove anything. I just like watching you guys play. I just want to see you guys play uh playing a good bowl this year. Does AP have them ranked? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think so. If I had to put money on any one of these teams not being ranked, absolutely would have been uh, Appalachian State, unless. We talk about the next team on the list. Closing out the top 25, I know for a fact this team will not be ranked in the AP poll because they are currently 2-3. and three. The UNC Tar Heels, Mac Brown's new squad. They 
have struggled at times, but I've seen enough in the three tough losses that they have against Wake Forest, Clemson, and Appalachian State to know that they are significantly better than what they've shown on the field so far, which is why I I force myself to put them in my top 25. Um, <laughs> being five games into the season have, and having three losses is that's a death sentence, but at the same time, they are much better than this. And hopefully uh, regression will help them out quite a bit uh, and they'll be able to prove themselves. 80th ranked offense, 63rd ranked defense, nothing exciting there. The other Surratt brother, uh, his brother plays at Wake Forest. The other one plays here at UNC. That was a fantastic game to watch. Those two clash together. Uh, you don't have to tell me, but it's UNC ranked, Josh. No. Yeah. AP would never do that. So I do have a 26th ranked team on here. Um, They were at 25 for me, but I wanted to put UNC there because of uh, what happened on the field. Um, I have a feeling these guys might still be hanging around in the top 25, but my next team in the number 26th ranked Virginia Cavaliers, uh, they have a tough, tough loss against Notre Dame where it wasn't exactly close the whole way, but they were still fighting. Uh, that offense just struggles at times, 99th in the country. The defense is what keeps them afloat, currently ranked 15th, even after the loss to Notre Dame. So hopefully that defense is enough to kind of carry them back or maintain in the top 25. So does AP rank the Virginia Cavaliers? They actually do. They come in here at 23rd. Ooh, would you look at that? I think they were 18th uh, was what I was looking at when I was looking up these wins and losses. So uh, dropping down to 23, shouldn't be too too. It, uh, it has your list of that there in the previous thing. They were <clears throat> 18th, so they have cool. dropped off. So that's my top 26. Um, very unbiased in my mind, except for maybe a little Penn State, but I will hold strong because this is my defense here. Josh, if you would like to go over to column E, OD rank and short sort smallest to largest. I would, but before I do, Corwin, Go would it. you be curious to know which teams were ranked that you did not have? Absolutely. So I just want to make sure I don't say anything to anyone that you did. Texas AM, the Aggies. Uh, so came overrated. At 20th. The Michigan State Spartans came in at 22nd. And I think that was it. I think those are the only two that you didn't have. Yeah, I just I don't like Texas A&M. Uh, I like Jimbo Fisher, but it's his first year there. Um, Texas A&M is just, uh, I think they have two or three losses so far. Um, I don't have that in front of me, but Kellen Mond, I think, is a jag. I, I don't love it, uh, his game, what he can do. Uh, Michigan State, I think they're... They're probably worthy of being in the top 25. If I had to rank anybody at 27th, they would probably be right there. So they're one of those next teams in, team on the bubble. Um, I'm definitely not excited to play them this year as a Penn State fan, uh, just because they always know Penn State's number. And um, Mark D'Antonio is a fantastic coach. So, yeah. One good team, one bad team there in the top 25 still. Yeah. So you ready to move on to this OD rank? Yes. So basically, this is just the average of the offensive and defensive ranks. Um, I'm sure there's a better way of doing this, but I have homework, so I did it the quickest and simplest way. Um, Not much of a change in the top two. Uh, Ohio State, which was ranked number one, they have an average of five, which is fucking insane, having the number two ranked defense and number eighth ranked offense. Um, so th- they're just killing it. What can I say? Uh, followed by Georgia, then followed by the Penn State Nittany Lions. Um, we don't have to go through all of this if you don't want to, just because we'd just be reading off more names. It's a lot. It'd be a lot. Yeah. I mean, Clemson's right there. Um, Iowa makes it into the top five. UCF jumps up. Um, Oklahoma drops down. 
Yeah, Alabama, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, all falls. Boise State and Utah jumps up. Auburn takes a plum uh, plunge. Words are tough. Um, yeah, Cal is disappearing off the page because of how bad that offense is. Texas is actually ranked 22nd or 24, 22nd. Um, so that's tough for them. They're right there with Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, outside of that, no, no major changes. Um, it's just really cool to see if you go to our website that Josh can plug. Oh, now juicing the numbers at wick.wixsite.com slash website. Juicing the numbers at wixsite.com slash website. <laughs> Second try. Perfect. Uh, especially for being cold called like that. Um, this will be up there. You could look at it. Keep track at how these teams do uh, moving forward. Uh, is there anything left on this that you would like to discuss? Good, sir. Nothing on this, but I did have a, a question. Sure thing. Would it be possible to weight wins and losses by quality of opponent to yes. factor that in in a way? And do you Very think much. if you did, do you think it would be a valuable piece of information or just marginal? I think it would be very valu- valuable. Uh, the only problem is if I was going to weight these teams, I'd probably have to rank all of them or at least put all 130 teams into tiers, which is just so much work to do every single week. Um, the computer algorithms, which are used to be part of the BCS rankings, uh, they have their own rankings. That's what they look at. They look at you know offensive and defensive numbers. They look at strength of schedule and all that. It's one of those things, strength of schedule is, everyone looks at it, but it's never really ever... Uh, qualified uh qualitative evidence um i don't know i could do it i would never will do it that's how uh, i'll give that all right that's fair all right ready to move on to some more around the horn stuff uh yeah let's start with um with the what the 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 thing uh vantas perfect vantas perfect that son of a bitch. Um, suspended for the rest of the season for, believe it or not, a dirty hit on Jack Doyle. Thank um, God. Yeah, he is far and away my least favorite player in the NFL. If there was justice in the NFL, he wouldn't be allowed to play anymore. Uh, it's ridiculous that he even is even still allowed to be on a team. A lifetime ban would not give him or give his victims justice. Um, it's bullshit that he still gets to make the money he's made. The thing that's uh, shocking to me is that I've seen so many people defending him. Right? And Why would you defend is, a guy like that? Well, that's the thing is they, they everyone I see defending it's like, oh, that hit wasn't like that bad. Like, you know, I've seen worse hits this year. But 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 but. But my thing is like, and maybe it's. I think this is partly the reaction to it is partly because of the NFL. Because, like, in hockey, especially in hockey, because it's it's contact, it doesn't really fly for baseball as much because you don't see it uh, uh, to the same degree. But in hockey, intent doesn't matter. And no. mistake of a hit versus, like, you try to hit him, but you miss, it doesn't matter. It will matter eventually if you keep doing it. But if you accidentally hit somebody in the spot that you're not supposed to hit them, like, you know, the head, then you're going to get suspended. And the MLB or the um, NHL uh, Department of Player Safety, like, they will take into consideration previous offenses. Um, did it look like you were trying to hit him that in that way? Like, they'll look at intent and stuff. But regardless of all of that, oh, you will get a suspension, like, for sure. And Vontaze Perfect has had so many suspensions that it's gotten to a point where he's going to be suspended for long periods of time. It would happen in hockey too. But the, I think the problem is that football's never had to do anything. Not that they never had to. They've chosen to never do anything about it like this. That fans are now confused about why this hit would be the hit to get 12. But they're not taking into account that it's 
Vontaz Perfect, like the shittiest, dirtiest dude in the sport. And it's, it's not nuts. even close. Not even close. Uh, so Gil Brandt, former uh, executive for the Dallas Cowboys, um, very much involved uh, in the NFL still, uh, put out a nice little thread. Vontez Perfect was fined more than $400,000 since coming into the league as an undrafted free agent in 2012. So this would be his seventh season. Um, he's been suspended 18 games, not including the four games for PEDs last season. Um, and then it just goes through just tweet after tweet of all of the major hits that he's had. Um, just to count, there's been three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve separate games that he has been fined after multiples uh games where there have been multiple incidents uh in 2018 last year he was fined a hundred and twelve thousand dollars in a single game uh, against the Steelers just kick him out of the league it's ridiculous yeah this is just getting fucking absurd and I can't believe you have to argue with people about this it's it's absolutely fucking ridiculous all right, let's move on to something else. What do you got for me? Or for us? All right. So the um, California State Senate passed a law now saying that college athletes can get sponsorships, right? Yes. So it was passed uh, in the state assembly and in the state senate. Um, and then recently, I believe it was yesterday. So whatever day it was that it was announced that the governor is going to sign it and basically put it into law. Yeah, NCAA doesn't like that. I'm feeling pretty good about this. Yeah, I am am very much on board. Uh, I know Florida and Pennsylvania have already come out and said that they're going to be putting uh, their own versions of this law, uh, Fair Pay-to-Play Act, um, into vote. So, exciting stuff. Yeah, um, so obviously the NCAA is going to fight this because they oh. suck. Tooth um, and nail. What do you think the next step is? Uh, for the NCAA or for people who want fair pay for college athletes? All right, you're right. Allow, allow me to rephrase. Um, let's assume this, this stands and all is well with the world. Which do you... More states are going to are going to look into this. Yes, right. Like they'll have to. It'll just if be the so- N- if the NCAA loses this uh, legal fight, I would say the vast majority of states are going to put this into effect. So, which state would you think would be next? Um, one of Florida or New Jersey or Pennsylvania. I mean, uh, I'd have to say Florida just because the money on the line in Florida. Um, like it's no surprise that California would be on top of this first just because of how many college athletes are in California. Um, and they're pretty progressive about that kind of stuff. I would think Florida is not far behind. I think Pennsylvania will pass it at some point, even if it's a little slower. So it's, it's going to be not a lot going on until there's more to know about what's going to occur with this. But I think once we have some definitive, definitive answers, it'll turn into a landslide. So now let me ask you about Texas because Texas loves to do nothing and be, be yeah. you know conservative about things and not pass laws. But they have a lot of really <laughs> prominent college programs for, for yeah. football, which is the money sport. And if every other state starts doing this and Texas doesn't, then high-profile student-athletes are probably going to go, despite the fact that their program is going to be more renowned that, like, you know, those, you know, your Texas states and your Texas A&Ms and all that, if a motherfucking can get paid, a motherfucker will go where he can get paid. <laughs> and Texas will have to, right? Yeah, these motherfuckers will have to. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they just sprint this through uh the state assembly and 
State Senate, um, just to be able to have that, honestly, just be able to have that recruiting advantage against others. I mean, it's Texas. Like, they're going to put all their money into football anyway. Might as well do it to get some good athletes along the way and kind of, you know, bring Texas back. I mean, fuck, they have SMU right so there in Dallas. So much Texas great again. <laughs> well, let's not go there. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, they literally hold the only school that's ever been shut down for paying players. Uh, tremendous 30 for 30 document documentary, Pony Excess. Everyone go watch it. Great stuff. Eric Dickerson has a dope ass car in it. So, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I am too. I think it's going to do a lot for all student athletes, especially football players. I don't know exactly how it's going to go down. I can't imagine the NCAA is going to just roll over at any point with this because it's basically going to be the beginning of the end, hopefully for that entire just bureaucracy. So this is going to be a tough, long, drawn-out fight. So don't expect any of this to go into effect before, like, 2023, 2024. Like, it's going to be a long, long fight. It will be. One of the other things I'm really looking forward to is how is the level of involvement from, from current and retired pro athletes because... They, there are a lot of people like Richard Sherman was just tweeting about this today mm -hmm. who fucking hate the NCAA. And a lot of the people <laughs> who really fucking hate the NCAA were student athletes because they wanted yeah. to get compensated for what they were doing and they didn't. And for a lot of the student athletes that came from poorer backgrounds where they were hoping to get into pro athletics in order to make money, get out of that, help pay for their parents' shit, whatever the socioeconomic behind their decisions are, like, they could have used the money that they, if without the NCAA, probably would have gotten. And so, oh, absolutely. just like Richard Sherman. So, like, I'm willing to bet that over the course of this legal battle, a lot of the uh, um, uh, lawyer fees, legal fees are probably going to end up being sponsored by a number of athletes, again, either current or retired, who want to put their name in this fight, put some money where their mouth is, and really stick it to the NCAA for fucking them over for a while. <laughs> and I'm excited about it. I don't think I've ever had a conversation with anyone or heard any former athletes come out and be like, you know what? NCAA is pretty fucking awesome. I love what they do. I've, yeah, I've never heard anyone defend them. If you haven't heard um, Pat McAfee's story, uh, it's on YouTube. It's on iTunes. Uh, if you go back to his podcast, he has a tremendous story about the NCAA um, that is very much worth a listen. Yeah, it seems like everyone has... Uh has their story well uh, yeah yeah everyone's got their story about getting fucked by them because they fucked ah just makes me mad knowing these poor kids are getting taken advantage of <laughs> uh yeah all right that's that's all i got I really gotta say <laughs> um we have any other topics on the agenda i was gonna run through some baseball stats stuff but uh we can save it for another time yeah, the season has already true. ended, so these these numbers will not budge. Yeah, we're pretty much at an hour right now, so um, we could do uh, we could take this uh, any any number of directions. However, you want to do it. I say we just wrap it up. We'll uh, we'll give the people some more stuff looking at uh, next week, and we'll uh, you know we'll touch base again with with the humans on Monday. <laughs> All right, see you, humans. All right. Well, if you want to follow us on Twitter. You can do so at Juicing Pod. If you want to hit us up via email, you can do so at juicing the numbers at gmail.com. And if you want to check out the show notes, you can do so at juicing the numbers slash website or juicing the numbers.com. And uh, until Monday, y'all have a good one. Bye.